Hello and welcome to the Neurodivergent Awakening podcast, where I'll be documenting my journey on finding my most authentic neurodivergent self, navigating parenting a neurodivergent child, and discussing issues that affect us neurodivergent people. I have made it my mission in life to educate those who don't understand neurodivergence, making the world a more kinder and accepting world for neurodivergent people and help as many families as I can. Whether you are autistic, ADHD, neurodivergent anyway, your loved one is neurodivergent, your child is neurodivergent, or maybe you're just here to learn, thank you for being here today and I really hope you find this podcast helpful. Hi my lovelies, I hope you are well. Welcome back to another episode of the Neurodivergent Awakening with me, your host Amber, um, your friendly neighbourhood neurodivergent mama. Um, this week I am, I've discovered something life-changing, well in the last couple of weeks, life-changing, absolutely life-changing and I want to share it with you. So this week I'm actually giving you some tips. Um, that has changed my ADHD brain. It's not a cure for ADHD. Um, and, you know, you're not going to do this every day. And it might be possible for everyone. But, oh my God, this has absolutely changed my life. So, um, I'm on week four of my new medication, my non-stimulant medication. And non-stimulants can take about six weeks to get into your system. And I would say I've maybe had about two days where I'm like, "Mm, I feel like I can feel this working. The thing that I find really weird with it is I can feel the point where it stops working (laughs) in my body. I can feel the point where my brain just goes and is like, nah, you're done for today. So it's getting there. I'm feeling some positive effects from it. I'm sorry if I pause my son's got a cough and he's just woke up and got in my bed um and he's coughing a little bit so I might have to go and intervene in a moment but we'll see how he goes anyway he's fine he's just his asthma as soon as um the weather changes and it gets cold he starts but I'm going to tell you about something I discovered and I've never heard of it ever in my life so if you have done any kind of self-development in your life, you may have read the book, The Miracle Morning. If you've not read the book, The Miracle Morning, I'll explain it to you. You may have heard something called like a 5am club. There's kind of different variations of it. But there's a certain school of thought within the self-development community that if you wake up an hour early than you normally do, or you wake up at 5am every day, um you will boost your productivity you'll get so much more done obviously it's adding like an extra hour or two to your day which is adding like an extra month to your year kind of thing um which is crazy when you think about it like that and yada 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 and in that hour you get up and you do like meditation and you journal and you do this and you do this and I mean look if you can get up an hour early and spend an hour meditating, brilliant, good for you. Over here in the real world, <laughs> not always possible, especially when you've got small children or like me, you've got children who do not have flipping sleep um, or you have trouble sleeping yourself or whatever reason, really common with ADHD to have problems with sleep. And just generally 
you know, it's just not always possible to do these things. So I read The Miracle Morning, like any good, you know, self-development junkie does, and went, that's a load of shit, and never looked at it again. It's actually a really good book, and some of it's really, really good, but it just, I was just like, nah, not going to happen. Um, I just didn't want to do it. I can get my morning routine, like the stuff that I want to do for my self-development, I can kind of get that done quickly, like I don't need an hour to do it. So I kind of poo-pooed it. And then I was going through TikTok and I kept seeing this thing called a low dopamine morning. And I was intrigued. I'd never fucking heard this in my life. And I tried it. I've tried it for a couple of weeks now. And wow. Oh my fucking God. And I tell you what, I know the difference when I've done the low dopamine morning and when I haven't. So I'm going to break down the low dopamine morning. You don't have to follow it exactly. And the beauty of a low dopamine morning is that you can do whatever fits you and you can work it around your children. Obviously, this is to help an ADHD brain, but I don't see any reason why it wouldn't help anyone, um, especially if you're someone who, like me, maybe you work from home or, you know, you have a really busy morning where you've got like kids everywhere and you're trying to do school runs and that kind of thing. I don't see why it wouldn't help. So let's get into it. So the idea of a low dopamine morning is the way our brains work is whatever the first hit of dopamine your brain gets, your brain will continue to search for it, which is wild. I didn't know this. So if like I used to or like I do normally before I start doing this, the first thing you do is you wake up in the morning and you open your phone and you have a little scroll. That is feeding your brain dopamine. Phones are like the best form of dopamine. Like they're like the quickest way to give your brain dopamine is to go on your phone and have a scroll. And as soon as your brain has had that hit, obviously our brains, ADHD or not, crave dopamine um, because dopamine is a reward center in the brain. So the brain will guide you towards dopamine inducing activities, whether or not you're ADHD. The difference between a neurotypical person and an ADHD person or a non-ADHD brain, should I say, and an ADHD brain is that ADHD brains do it with a much more increased frequency because our brains produce less dopamine or um, the brain's hoovering it up, like hoovering up the dopamine that we do have, it's hoovering it up too quickly. So as soon as your brain gets that signal of, ah, oh, if I go on my phone and scroll on TikTok, I'm going to get some dopamine. Guess what? Your brain is going to fire signals at you all day long. Pick up your phone, pick up your phone, pick up your phone, have a scroll on TikTok. And your brain, your, you know, if you're just on autopilot, you're going to be sat there at work or sat there doing whatever or sitting on your sofa thinking, oh, I really need to put that laundry away, whatever it is you need to do that day. And you're just going to sit on your phone and you'll be more attracted to your phone. So you will keep going to it. And it's the same with anything. If you wake up in the morning and you, I don't know, drink a coffee straight away or you wake up in the morning and you eat like something really chocolatey for breakfast like if you have a really sweet breakfast 
instantly your brain's like, ah, oh, reward. Um, and it will guide you towards that. So, but we can use this in our advantage. So the first rule of the low dopamine morning is to not go near your phone for as long as physically possible. But best case scenario, do it for the first hour. If you can do the first hour, you're on to a winner. If you really, you know, need your phone, do it for half an hour. Start a half an hour and then build it up. I've gotten to the point now, I won't look at my phone for the first like two to three hours of my day. I tell you what, my mornings run so much smoother when I'm not constantly going back and forth on my phone. I'm not getting sucked into shit. I'm not checking comments on TikTok and Instagram. I'm not worrying about different stuff. I'm just getting ready. I'm just doing my thing. So that's the first thing. Don't go on your phone. The second thing, the thing that I find the hardest in this is no caffeine for the first hour. I messed up actually today. I was meant to go and get decaffeinated coffee. So if you are someone that needs like a hot drink, go and get decaf coffee or decaf tea, green tea, whatever it is, whatever your choice of beverage is, get a decaf version and have that for your morning if you really enjoy a coffee in the morning. Um, but if not, try and avoid coffee for the first hour or so for your day. And again, that's going to stop that brain going firing off all these different cylinders and it will just keep your brain steady the idea is we're trying to stabilize the dopamine in the morning so to stabilize it throughout the day so no caffeine for your first hour a day i must admit i find it's really hard i was meant to go and get decaf coffee today so i'm going to do that tomorrow um because today i didn't do my low dopamine morning and my day was a shit show so that's the second step the third thing is Give your brain a task, literally like the first 15 minutes of your day. Do something that will give your brain dopamine, but it's positive. So a really quick win, something really quick and easy. Putting away, you know, unload the dishwasher, wash up your plates from the night before, put something in the washing machine, something that literally takes 10, 15 minutes that has no fault. Do something really super quick. That will give your brain a hit of dopamine and your brain will search for that for the rest of the day. Um, So something like that or write your to-do list out because that gives you dopamine Like because your brain kind of thinks, oh, I've already done it, even though you haven't. But just even writing a to-do list out, something really simple, something really quick, that will give your brain that dopamine. If you are someone that enjoys things like meditation or tapping, by all means, do something like that as well. I don't have time in the morning to do that kind of thing with my son. I can't. Um, if I do have time to do anything, I write like a gratitude list. I'll do like three things that I'm grateful for. That'll be like my quick, quick thing. Um, or I do like a little brain dump list. So it's not like a to-do list, but it's a, just a brain dump. So I'm getting everything out of my head. Sometimes I'll do something like that. But 100%, if you can do a quick houseworky task, you're on to a winner. That's really really good and it's something really quick and easy your brain will be more drawn towards that and it'll be pushing you towards those kind of tasks because it thinks oh this is how i'm gonna get my dopamine today um another part of the dopamine morning is to have some form of protein now this is the thing again i find this quite hard because i struggle to eat in the mornings i don't know about anyone else um i'm gonna order some protein bars um, I think I said that last week, got to order protein bars and I never did, so I'm going to order them this week. Um, 
if not you can you know greek yogurt's quite a nice easy one like there's different ones out there um different things that you can try but having some form of protein in the morning there's been studies that have been done on the link um between protein consumption and adhd brains in that higher protein diets really help people with adhd and adhd brains I'm not entirely sure why or what the science is behind it. I'm going to do some research. I can't talk. I'm going to do some research on it. Um, but definitely eating protein, increasing the protein in your diet will help your brain so much more. And again, I had a day where I ate hardly any protein and my brain just didn't work. Whereas yesterday I made a point of having like egg and soldiers for lunch. And I was so productive. Like it's it's honestly crazy. I got so much shit done yesterday. And literally all I did was this. Like all I did was stick to this. Um so some sort of protein in the morning. Another part of it, um, this is quite an easy one for me because I can walk my son to school. Um, but if you don't have children, try and go in your garden um or take your dog for a walk, whatever, is get some sort of outdoor serotonin so get some sort of sunlight get some sort of vitamin d if you really can't get out the house and this is something i'm looking into get one of the happy lamps you know like the little um uv lamps like the what i call the little vitamin d like sa like the sad lamps get one of those at the worst because that's something i might do actually um but try and get some sort of time outdoors like i say i walk my son to school so that's my that box is kind of ticked um but by getting outside again you're giving your brain that little hit of dope, um, serotonin and you're flooding your brain with that reward already without doing too much and without stimulating your brain too much so go outside and then bonus points if you can get some movement in and when i say movement i just mean really basic if it means doing 10 jumping jacks you can do stuff with your kids i found these really um cool youtube videos i think it's like grow a joe or glow a joe something like that anyway my son loves him he calls them the dancing videos and he goes oh mommy you do dancing and i like we do it together i mean he gives me no personal space while i do it so i can't really do it properly um but you know you can get some that are like 15 minutes long some are a bit longer and they're just really fun and easy to do you haven't got to think about it too much it's not a hardcore workout but it just gets those endorphins going. And a lot of these things sound really basic and really like self-explanatory. And like when I was explaining it to like my mum, she was like, don't most people do that? And I was like, no, I don't know. Like I feel like my brain doesn't do that because you're just rushing around and you're disorganised and you're like, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. Um, and actually, I think for a lot of us now, we, we just wake up, we look at our phone and we get stuck in the scroll hole straight away. And that's it, our poor little brains are just overstimulated from the word go. So by having these steps, we're kind of decreasing that stimulation. But definitely doing some kind of movement will 100% get your endorphins going. You'll be so much more productive. You'll be so much more um, happier and your brain will be enjoying the serotonin and the endorphins and the dopamine that you're giving it. And it will stabilise that throughout the day. And it's only for the morning. It's not even up until lunchtime. Like, even if you can do this for, like, the first couple of hours of your morning. So, like, I do all of this during the period, like, that we get ready for school. So, my son normally gets up between, like, 
anywhere between five to seven is when he gets up and the 5am wake ups are flipping hard and it's very easy for me when he does a 5am wake up to come downstairs, bring my phone, you know, sort of zone out on the sofa scrolling with my coffee and honestly it just ruins my entire day as soon as I do that whereas if I go downstairs and I'm like right the phone is gone, I'm not looking at my phone and I think right I'll just quickly put away the dishes from last night because I normally just wash them up and leave them on the drying rack or um, oh, I'm just going to throw this in the washing machine or I'm just going to quickly throw this in the tumble dryer, something really really quick, as soon as I do that I'm on a roll and I will keep going with that momentum. And honestly, I feel like this has had more of an effect than my medication. Like genuinely, because like I took my medication today and I didn't do the day's opening morning because we'd had a really shit night and woke up early. And I didn't go on my phone, but I just couldn't get my brain in gear. Like just, I, I didn't do the little task. I still kind of like slobbed around. We sort of sat on the sofa and watched Bluey. You know what I mean? And... I, you know, done the school run and I sort of fanny around the car park chatting to the mums and then I went and got a coffee and it was a Toblerone Costa and it was vile. <laughs> it was absolutely grim. And yeah, and I just sort of just couldn't get my brain together today like, at all and it was really frustrating. Um, you know, and the only difference was that I didn't do the low dopamine morning. So definitely if you are someone who isn't on medication yet or maybe you are on medication yet and you haven't found the right one or you're just feeling a bit overwhelmed give it a go honestly like this shit is life-changing and like I say you can do whatever you want in this like, you don't have to follow it the way that I do it um obviously I'm getting my son ready for school at the same time while I'm doing it so it has to be quick whereas if you you know if you have time or you'd rather utilize that time to do other stuff whether it be you could read a chapter of a book, you could um, do some yoga, you could do some stretching, you could do some like meditation, whatever. You could do some journaling or writing. As long as you're not on a device, you're fine. You know what I mean? As long as you're not on your phone. The main, the main piece of it is not to go on your phone as soon as you wake up, but to leave your phone for as long as physically possible, at least the first couple of hours a day. But like I say, if this is something you struggle with, and honestly, like, I um, I have a real phone addiction problem. So, like, I'm trying to reduce my screen time, like, massively. Failing so far. Uh, I mean, I'm getting there. I'm knocking off, like, an hour here and there every week. But still, it's no, it's still, like, disgustingly high. Like, disgusting. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I'm there. But, like, if I can do it, if I can not touch my phone for the first two hours a day, you can too. But if you really struggle with it, just try half an hour. Do the first half an hour of your day. And what you'll find is once you've done the first half an hour and you're kind of on a roll and you're getting bits done and you're going through your morning, you don't actually want to look at it. And it's quite nice because I know I've got like stuff pinging away from, you know, my friends and my clients and whatever. And I just think, no, no, I'm not going to look at you. Um, and it's quite freeing, actually. Like we don't need to be tied to these things. We don't need to be tied to these devices. And I've said this before on the, like, why are so many people getting diagnosed with ADHD episode. We do have to really think about what are the effects of, like, all these things that we have in our lives now that we didn't, like, 20, 30 years ago. And mobile phones definitely are 
are, you know, they're going to affect us negatively, like 100%. And they're going to change the way our brains are structured and the way that we do. They've changed the way that we do everything. So, you know, they're definitely going to change the way our brains are structured and the way that our brains work, a million percent. So I think trying to limit that as much as possible will really, really help us. And what you're doing by following this like kind of idea of getting on a roll and keeping your dopamine stable for the morning is you're working with your brain. So you're working with your brain and you're just controlling what you're rewarding your brain with. So rather than being just like a dopamine seeking little, you know, gremlin <laughs> like me, who's like, oh, impulse shopping. Oh, oh, scroll on my phone. Oh, do this. She says I've impulse shopped quite badly today. <laughs> um, I ended up, what I bought today? I bought two jumpers. <laughs> my partner just got in from him. He's an uncle firefighter and he's just had a shout. He's just come in the door. I had to pause it while he came in. And I know he's going to be upstairs and he looked at me and he bought two jumpers because I'd be like why have we got no money and I'm the reason we have no money um because I'm just constantly buying shit and then I went to um home bargains which if you have ADHD don't go into home bargains just don't do it because the place is a cesspit <laughs> because you will just spend your money because it's all the Christmas shit at the minute so I bought a new Christmas tree obviously and um a load of stuff to go with it so yeah that's what I mean. This is the shit that happens when I don't do this routine. I end up spending money and doing all this other nutty shit. Whereas when I do do the routine, honestly, I just I just get shit done. I just get shit done. It's crazy. So give it a go for me. Let me know how you get on. I'm um, at it's Amber Collins with an underscore on Instagram and just at it's Amber Collins on TikTok. Um, let me know how you're getting on. The, the the links to both of those are in the show notes. Um, yeah, basically, let me know how you get on with it. Let me know how you find it. Um, and I'll be back next week. Actually, no, am I going to be back next week? I don't know if I'm taking a break or not. No, I will be back next week. I'm going to do episode 22 and then I'm going to take a couple of weeks off because it's going to be coming up to Christmas and I, I need it. <laughs> so I'll see. But um, again, if you have any ideas or anything you want me to talk about in the podcast, please drop me a message. Um, I am going to be launching something either tomorrow or when I upload this episode, on it'll be Friday or it'll be early next week. I'm just finishing the finishing touches on something and I'll be launching my special launchy thing that I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, have a great week. Let me know how you get on. Bye.